Podtacular, the unofficial Halo Universe podcast presents episode 837, Conserving a Secret, recorded live on October 13th, 2022. Hello everyone, welcome to Podtacular, the unofficial Halo Universe podcast. I am one of your co-hosts, Duststorm. I'm your other co-host, Godzilla T. And we are going to be talking about a little bit more Halo news. Not too much is going on because we've got HCS Worlds coming up next weekend, believe it or not. And we'll go ahead and get through another Halo Infinite campaign mission, since we're still behind on some of those, and it's almost been a year since the game's been out. No, it's only been yeah, out for 10 details, months. details. So we're going to be going over the conservatory. Yeah. And a couple of other But as we normally do, we're going to kick off with our little Potacular community recap. So, GT, how did Dragon Friday go? It went really well. We had a lot of fun. As far as I know, Bobby didn't go on a tear. At least he hadn't posted it. <laughs> Not since then, yeah. There are a few plays we had yeah. that, that he went well. And <laughs> it was funny. He mentioned. <laughs> hey, Bobby. He mentioned hey, Bobby. that. Uh, he joined late intentionally, so we wouldn't get screwed over by the CSR offset that he introduces. Him and Keys basically introduce into the lobby. So, yeah, Keys joined up at the very beginning, so, yeah, we were screwed. Yeah. So, you could have just hopped in whenever, Bobby. It was already too late at that point. Yeah, Keys was already there. But World Changer joined us again. That was nice. Yes. He pops in every now and then. Kind of mixed the rounds, which is good. Mm-hmm. I hopped on about halfway through and joined y'all. It was yep. fun. Yeah, I jumped in just in time for our big team matches. Yep. We actually did pretty good. Some of them were okay. Others were, eh. I gotta figure out my aim. It's, I just, <laughs> Halo Infinite's the worst. No, Halo 3's worse. I don't know. I can, I can rock Halo 3 on MCC. It, Halo 3 on 360 is a different thing, but on MCC, I, I can rock it. E. <laughs> I think at some point I'm just going to like get on a good streak where I know I can aim well enough for MCC, play that for 30 minutes to an hour, then go over to Infinite, and then do a comparison on like how my aiming is so I can make micro adjustments. I think I'm to that point where I need to do that. My problem is the same in every game, so... I mean, at least you're consistent. Yeah, I can't seem to adjust for it, so. I'm going to try, because I would like to get better. It's playing a little bit before the podcast, and I whiffed so many shots. I mean, yeah. I literally, I could have blown a sidekick bullet next to him and killed him. And couldn't <laughs> hit him. I mean, there, there are times when I, when I get on the hot streak with aiming, I can at least like whip body shots with a sniper rifle and an MCC. But I've never been able to do that in Infinite. Speaking of which, played Behemoth. Yeah. Joined in-progress match. Oh, jeez. I was really happy about that one. Because, I mean, the game was literally half over. And came in just as snipers were spawning. Went up to the tower. Grabbed our sniper. Because my team was on the other side of the map. 
And just as the other team poked his head up to grab their sniper, I domed him. I was happy with that. Nice. Way to go. That and I, I guess I'm starting to figure out the shock rifle. Well, I'm yeah. Actually able to sh- kill people with it now. Very good. It's, I know it's an instant headshot, and I think it's, what, three or four body shots? Oh. Something like I've, that. I know I've emptied a clip in people and not killed them. And well, I think it's, what, two shots for vehicles to stun them? To stun them. Depends on the Again, vehicle, I, I think. I've put, no, well, I think that's universal across across all of them. I don't know. I haven't shot a tank with it, so I can't tell you. I know I've put three shots in a warthog and not stun it. But whenever I'm driving, it seems like I get shot once in a... It, it must be different parts of the vehicle react differently to the different shots. I have no idea. I mean, that's what I'm guessing. Apparently, where I'm shooting is not the spot you want to shoot. I'm sure there's videos out there that will explain where to shoot on vehicles to get them to... I'm sure someone's out there has done that research. Probably. In other news, Mint Blitz has actually splattered somebody with a flying vehicle, and and I mean flying like launching a warthog, uh, in a match-made game. Officially. It was was a matter of time at this point. It's Mint Blitz. I mean... Without splattering his teammates. <laughs> he, that guy is crazy with some of the things he pulls off. I'm it's like, he, I think he's talented enough to be able to play competitive. I, I think just competitive seems like it's just not his thing. Yeah, competitive is just not his thing because, well, also where he lives. Right. I mean, there are yeah, Australian yes. teams. There are Australian teams, but I mean, the region out there there's, just sucks from there's not that big yeah there's just not that much I, I just don't think there's that much competition out there not as much no the an ubernick ubernick put on a fashion show did he did you see that yes no i missed that i haven't watched it yet but i saw it in my feed huh no i haven't seen it yet huh what kind of fashion show was it Oh, Halo Infinite. I haven't watched the video. I just saw it in my feed. <laughs> I wonder if it's like showcasing armors or something like that. I would imagine it's probably armors. Okay. Interesting. All right. Well, very good. Unless Let's he's move. dressing up as Cortana again. I don't know. Oh, wow. Yeah, he set a trend, so there, there's going to be something crazier than that at some point. You know it. It's going to happen. So that's it for the Potacular stuff. Nothing new in our Discord, and I still haven't gotten around to doing Achieving Halo because I'm still secluded in my little corner and it gets hot over here. So once I like, actually get my base back and can relax, get back to that. When he gets room for his fan. Yeah. It's <gasps> over in the corner right now. It's, yeah. It's getting cool, but it's still, it gets warm down here with two lights on and two computers generating heat. Anyways, it'll be nice when it's winter. Just not nice when it's not winter. Anyways, so moving on to some news. We got lots of different product stuff that's come out lately. And a few little playlist things as well. For those that have, haven't seen it yet, there was a new community update that got posted uh, earlier today, being Thursday, over on the blog. We've talked about a few things already in here. But there's a couple of new things that has been brought up. And some things that we haven't talked about yet. Uh, namely, a 
cool thing that got dropped a couple days ago is for those that are in the matchmaking for Halo Infinite, there is now ranked FFA and Social Slayer that's been introduced into uh, the Halo Infinite matchmaking. Uh, it seems like a lot of people have been taking this uh, very good as improvements to the matchmaking experience. So for ranked free for all, we have ranked FFA Slayer and ranked FFA King of the Hill. And then for Social Slayer, we have Kong Slayer, Ninja Slayer, Purple Rain Slayer, Rock and Repulsor Slayer, and Rocket Dodgeball. So basically the action sack playlist. Mm-hmm. On steroids. Yeah, they need to uh and I've heard they need to balance the Yes weights they, of what gets well, pulled. The thing the thing is they really need to not weight anything. Just everything Should be an has even the same keel. Ch- yeah, everything needs to have the same shot at pulling up. And this is one of those deals where, you know, an individual playlist would creep up, you know, objective playlist, slayer playlist. Oh, right. Action sack playlist for the wacky, the wacky ones, which they really do need to do. They need to move all. I'm not saying it's not fun to have those, but when I'm playing team slayer, I want to play team slayer. I don't want to play team rocket slayer. Or yeah, I, I just want Team Slayer. That kind of stuff needs to be in its own playlist. That said, the way they've done it in MCC would also be a good way to do that. Yep, that it would be. The Master Composer has been a, I think, a good. What's the word I'm looking for? Well, it simplifies the playlist. Yeah, it simplifies the playlist system. You just go in, you pick what you want to play. And that's what you get. You have one pool of players. You know, you have the players that pick everything. So they get thrown in with people that just want to play certain things. And then the people that just want to play certain things, they get to play what they want to play. Yeah. I think it would be good for social. I think ranked, it's good to have a little bit of that. Okay, if you're playing ranked slayer, you're obviously getting Slayer, and if you're playing ranked objective, then right, you don't get to pick which objective you play type thing. But I think for social, it, it would definitely be a good... There's a term I'm for it. I just... Just an overall improvement to the game. I don't know why I'm blinking on this term. I'm sure someone's yelling at me. It's like, this, this is what you're thinking of. But I can't this is it. what it is! Yeah. Anyway. uh, So we've got... HCS coming up next week as well. For those that are interested in all the happenings going on, there was a post made a couple, actually almost a week ago, on Friday last week. We've got a whole slew of things happening. In addition to all the competition, we've got a community stage that's going to be hosting 3 for 3 panels. There's going to be a cosplay contest where $5,000 is up for grabs. There's going to be uh, Steve Downs and Jen Taylor there. There's also going to be uh, merch and some other crowd games happening. We've also got a list of all the brackets that are going to be populated and pre-filled, so you can kind of get a gist of where your team's going to uh, be streamed to start off with uh, in pool play, where all the placings are, uh, what the breakout is for the prizing, 
where to watch all the streams. Pretty much anything you want to know about what's going to happen during Worlds next week is in this post. Pins is not here. I will go ahead and drop that link in the Twitch chat. In addition to everything happening with HCS, we've got Twitch drops. So for those that are attending in person and those that are going to be watching on the streams, there is going to be uh, several different Twitch drops happening over the weekend. Uh, the first one being a little uh, HCS Worlds 2022 charm. So if you know the little shield type thing that is the HCS logo, they have the year 2022 on it, which kind of makes sense. But we've got that drop. We've got a little trophy charm dropping as well, along with nameplates, emblems, weapon skins, different armors, different coatings. There, there's going to be lots of drops over the weekend. So definitely want to check it out if you're into collecting all that stuff. Uh, for the merch side of things, since that's been blowing up lately, we've got uh, you want you want to showcase off some of the the food items, one of the ones that you you managed to pick up. Oh yeah, <laughs> in partnership with Doritos and Doritos 3D Nacho Cheese. Yep. And on the back, on the back, if you sign up, if you give the, give them permission to sign your life away, you get a code for a free month of uh, Xbox Game Pass. Yep. Ultimate. Yep. And you just have to give up all your privacy. Exactly. All of your personal information, that anonymized personal information. But yeah, there's lots of different food things happening, and that's the first one. Uh, the next one is. Um, Trolley, which is a little kind of sour gummy worms. They have a partnership with that. And there's actually a tournament series that they're hosting as well. There's an FFA, a 2v2, and a 4v4 with cash prizes over at trolley.com slash halo. Yeah. So that I, that's a thing. <laughs> Candy company hosting Halo tournaments. Uh, if you buy some of those packs, though, you also get challenge swaps and double XP. Or Halo marked trolley bags. There's a, in addition to the Doritos that GT was showing off, there's also Rockstar uh, Halo stuff as well. Uh, and I believe the Rockstar has actual uh, coatings that you can unlock through their program. Yeah, I drank one of those the other day. I don't I, know how people drink those. I, I, Any of them. I'm just not, no. Just, and just the nothing. only reason the only reason I drank one is because I was I literally was standing there at my little cart at my job and I couldn't stop yawning. Yikes. Hello, Thunder Chief. Yeah. Welcome to the stream. Good yeah, Bobby, no, uh, it's, no. I, I, I don't <laughs> care what flavor you say it is, it's garbage. The energy drinks in general are just not for me. I'll just say that. Not my not my drink. I've tried all of them, and I've thrown all of them away. <laughs> At least you've tried them. They make it to the trash can outside the store. Not even worth Ugh. recycling the cans. <laughs> I'd have to do something with the liquid. Pour it down the drain. Or feed it to a plant, see if that helps. Oh, yeah. I want to kill the fauna. <laughs> There's a Honda Fan Cup tournament also happening with a $20,000 prize pool. Uh, the, this is a tournament that kicks off starting on November with four in November with four different qualifiers 
uh, wrapping up to finals on January 7th. There's a registration link over in the latest community update as well. So several different tournaments, several different partnership with food brands and even more partnerships with other things. There's a halo chair with partnership with Hawthorne. We talked about this last week. Did you see the price on that thing? Yeah. $1,500. I love halo. I don't love halo that much. A couple of people posted that they, Got free chairs. In the Halo I'm not one of them. Nope, I'm not either. Now, 343, if you would like to send me a chair to replace this, right? I will gladly take it. Yeah. They're surprisingly enough on the Reddit thread that I read on this, there were people that posted that they had gotten different Fern gaming chairs from this company before, and apparently they're really good chairs. I have no doubt they are. At that price point, they better be, but that's a steep price point for a lot of There's a lot of other things that need to get paid for before I spend $1,500 on a chair. I mean, there are people that are going to buy it, so more power Uh, to them. And go right ahead. It's your money. You do whatever you want. It looks like a great chair. Like I said, I'm not saying that I've not wasted money on my setup. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, there's plenty of stuff in front of me that I did not need to have, including yeah. this microphone right here. Uh, well, <laughs> I guess, yeah, I did need it because the other one died. Or my headphones. Or you name it. <laughs> the keyboard mouse I have. Yep. But none of those were $1,500. Maybe combined. Right. Uh, Apparel-wise, there is... A partnership with Rakeem Miles, who's a hip-hop artist. Not into that scene, so I don't know who that person is. But there's a partnership with him, and apparently he's a big proponent of mental health awareness. So they partnered with Halo to come up with some Halo-branded merch to highlight some, some of that. There is a new Halo Mega Constructs, or just Mega now. Looks like they're just branded Mega. So Mega building set i guess is what it's called for four done to dawn it's available uh at target i went ahead and bought mine today since they just released today <laughs> we've talked about the warthog and i thought there was one other thing that they had posted about some other partnership i guess that was it oh there's a uh, more halloween halo merch as well that was the other thing I was missing. So yeah, lots of partnerships. I guess it kind of makes sense that being a year, it's about this time last year where all the, there were other different partnerships happening for the release of Halo. And then the year before that, when we thought Halo was going to release all the different, hey, get your product and get all the double XP and challenge swap codes back in, gosh, 2020. That game was yeah. supposed to release about about two years ago. That's crazy to think about. Wow. And I believe that's all the news. Got everything I thought that I've seen. Yep. MCC, we've now got Shoddy Snipes in rotating along with Halo 3 Team Doubles. So let's go ahead and move on over to the main topic. The Conservatory. It's been a while since we've done a campaign show. Mm-hmm. So after dealing with Bassus, 
And shutting down the laser, we head into the depths of the ring. I guess, would you consider this the first time to be like the depths of the ring? I mean, we, we've been in kind of the ring environment well, before. <laughs> kind of went in the yeah. side. Well, we went into a chunk of it. Right. A lot of the, just the visual aesthetic of it kind of reminded me a lot of Halo 1 style of like the big doors. Mm-hmm. But kind of the Halo 2 visuals with the Halo Infinite kind of clean look to it. The visuals of it, I enjoyed. Of course, I've enjoyed all of them. I like, it was a, to me, it was a good mix of the old and the new. The more clean aesthetic 343 has been putting out with, you know, 4 and 5. Uh, mixed with the styling of the earlier games. Yeah. And another thing I thought about, too, was just how the progression of, like, Halo CE, where you kind of start with, the you have kind of the overworld and then some of the narrower corridors and then Mm -hmm. for the assault on the control room it's a lot of the the narrow pathways and going around the big circular rooms uh while there weren't the circular rooms there was a lot of the smaller doorways on that first time that we were inside the ring but now we're in kind of the the bigger door doors area which i felt was Kind of akin to a little bit later in Halo CE and then Halo 2. The bigger spaces. Yeah. Yeah. The bigger play spaces. So visually, again, it just kind of took what <clears throat> the first experience was with being on like inside the ring. But then it's just, okay, now there's this other aspect of the foreign architecture. Instead, a little bit narrow corridors and the the couple of hallway or the big trench gaps that you had in the first part. Now it's just these big open hallways that seem to be more of the grandeur. Yeah. That's, that's a good word to use. And we also meet the monitor or one of the monitors. This one is specifically the monitor for the conservatory. I thought it was a interesting way to introduce it where it was basically knocking on a wall. (laughs) Definitely a different way of doing that. Yeah, instead of just like, mm-hmm. oh, hello, like Guilty Spark, it's someone's actually trying to get your attention. Hey! Oh. Right. Overall, I thought it was a very interesting dialogue between Chief being very, like, not sure whether or not to trust the monitor because of past experience. And Cortana's like, well, why not? Like, being the innocent AI, or yeah. sorry, the weapon, not Tremo- Cortana. Tremonius might be a friend. Thought. Right. Nope. And they do a pretty good job of speaking with not Cortana. Right. The showing how naive she is mm-hmm. and how young she is. And even throughout the whole game, you can actually kind of see her mature a little bit. So, yep. I was <laughs> just about to say that there was that early on where. Tremonius came down the elevator and it's like, well, if it's a friend, and Chief's like, it's not. And you slowly start to see the weapon be like, okay, there's a possibility that these are hostile. Mm-hmm. And starting to trust Chief's assessment of whether things are hostile or not. And how the skimmers were new and dangerous and Despondent Pyre was 
new and potentially dangerous. <laughs> yeah. The weapon's like, see, you can be optimistic. So the, the banter back and forth was, was good. They did do a pretty good job with that and still show Chief's reservation to trusting her. So that was kind of an interesting twist on you know what we've had in the past, which, I mean, in some cases helped with the intensity of the relationship. So it's it just really made you question, is he just being nice or what? Well, and as I'm thinking about it, a lot of the serious conversations that Chief has with the weapon, he's very short to the point. Or doesn't say anything at all, especially in the longer cutscene type things where it's almost like he's either ignoring the weapon or ignoring the pilot. Yeah. Uh, And then the other little quibs are more surface level type discussions. So he doesn't feel as reserved, I guess, to respond to those types of things. Just yes. Yeah, they kind of took a step back from Halo 4. And Chief's kind of back in his shell a little bit. And to a point, I'm kind of sad about that. Because I kind of liked seeing the more human side of Master Chief. Well, it's probably a combination of 4 and 5. I could see there being a reasoning behind the two. Because 4 was the death of a friend. Yeah. Like I said... Since four, just you know, even in five, he didn't really show a lot of emotion. No, but I mean, the whole Cortana turning on humanity and betraying him was mm-hmm. probably like a nail in the coffin type of situation where, yeah, maybe if Cortana was okay, he would have been able to kind of come back from it. But now it's just like, well, time to fall back on everything that was ingrained in you when you were a kid. Yeah. He's went back to being more of a, a machine. Yep. We were getting the human side of him, and then it just kind of revert. And now with the weapon, and we saw kind of him slowly opening up throughout the the story, and when getting to the end, seems to be light in the tunnel, so to speak. Mm-hmm. So despondent pyre, or dis- despondent, yeah, pyre. And kind of starting to explain what the conservatory is or being very vague of what. No, it wasn't Despondent Pyre. It was uh, the male one. What the hell was his name? Well, we don't see, we don't meet him in the conservatory. We don't meet Despondent Pyre until. It's a conservatory. Well, we actually don't meet her. Well, we see her behind the glass. We see her behind the glass. We just don't meet her. Yeah, because by the time we meet her, she's already pulled apart. Mm-hmm. We get the the brief interaction with Despondent Pyre, and then as we as Chief decides to go down to see what's going on, there's the broadcast of the conversation between Despondent Pyre and the Harbinger, who we do end up meeting. Mm-hmm. And getting her ass kicked by. Yep. I thought that was an interesting way to kind of tell the story of just the echoing conversations in the hall. Mm-hmm. Like, from a narrative perspective, makes sense. From a realistic perspective, it's like, is the monitor broadcasting this or is having it broadcasted so everyone else knows, like, what's going on? Could be. And then we get the little flashback with Cortana and Despondent Pyre. 
and how Cortana apparently knew some information about Zeta Halo that Despondent Pyre thought that she shouldn't know of, and kind of realizing that the flood isn't the thing on the ring that's the dangerous part. And then the Infinity comes into play. So more of the Death of Cortana story and her time on Zeta Halo. They did did a pretty good job with it. I would have liked to see I would like more of that story, I should say. I'm sure they have it all written out somewhere. Because that oh, sure storyline was very well done. Well, uh, from- basically what I'm saying is the, the story that they told was seemed like a pretty abbreviated version. Oh, sure. But there was enough information there that really helped clue you in on her kind of coming to terms with what she was doing and what she did and how he was going to fix it and what the ultimate purpose was behind her sacrifice. So the fact that she, while she did turn bad for a while, she did finally come to her senses and make the right choice. But you don't learn that until later. Right. A lot later. And then we are introduced to the flying octopus monkeys. Or the skimmers. (laughs) Octopus monkeys? Really? I wonder who, like, how many different ideas did they come up with before they settled on the weapon decided either skimmers or flying octopus monkeys were going to be the two choices to call these things. Well, I'm kind of glad they went with skimmers. <laughs> yeah. Because flying octopus monkeys doesn't really roll off the tongue that well. No, it doesn't. I, I am really curious to know, like, what other things <laughs> were thrown out there as possible alternate lines. Or 343, can we please have bloopers of that recording session of what other things Jen Taylor came up with to call those things? Oh, I, I would love more Jen Taylor bloopers. I mean, that, that could be a whole Instagram series, to be honest. Oh, easily. If you, by some happenstance, have never heard Jen Taylor's bloopers, dig them up. There are some great ones from Halo 2. A lot of them are usually from Halo 2. That get well, I think that's around. the only ones that I think that's the only ones they've ever posted. Probably. Those are the only ones I've ever found. I bet you can't stick it. <laughs> I think there's a few like Halo 3 things as far as like the Biodocs or videos that were on like the Halo 3 collector's edition stuff. But mm-hmm. yeah, as far as just like just posting things out there, I think you're right. Halo 2's been kind of the big one that's been thrown out there. We also got Two Spartans in this mm-hmm. level that we go that we find dead bodies. The first one, uh, Vedrana Makovic, where we get the drop wall, and then Theodore Sorel, where we get the thruster. There's for those of you that read the book, it really sheds a lot of light into these first few missions of Infinite. And we're going to say a whole lot. I'm not going to say a whole lot. Do I, I need to take off my to, headset? Here, I'll take off Dust my headset. To, no, just leave your headset on. I just want Dust to experience the first time, if he ever gets caught up on books. I've got two five-hour flights coming up, and I don't have to prepare for a Halo game show anymore, so I got free time. Well, maybe you can get a book read. Yeah, that'd be enough time for a book. So tune in in two weeks. Well, no, it won't be two weeks. It'll be three weeks before the next pod, before the next live stream podcast. 
we'll have a podcast. Well, we'll I'll be recording a few podcasts at Worlds uh, with some different folks, but I'll be flying out to Seattle next Thursday, so there's no podcast next Thursday. And then the Thursday after that, uh, my wife and I are going away for a few days, and that means November will be the next <laughs> the next live stream podcast. So hopefully by then I will have another book done. Well, I'm on vacation. Oh, on the was that first be? week of November, the tenth. <laughs> so it might be about a month before the next live stream podcast. So we'll probably have no, a I'm, few. I'm not. I'm not going anywhere. Oh, okay. I'm just taking some time off work because it's absolutely. Well, and from what and you've told me, you you definitely need to take some time off. I need to take some time off just to catch up on my projects at home, so uh, I can be ready for cold weather. I've got two vehicles I got to get for, ready for winter. I got a garage to get ready for winter. Gotcha. Need to make a dump run. <laughs> All kinds of stuff. Good time to do it before winter kicks in. Uh, let's see. One thing I will say about the room where you find Despondent Pyre's broken body and you fight off the skimmers. If you hang around there for a while after the fighting is done, you'll actually hear echoes of the trial that gets talked about at the very end of uh, Halo, the last cutscene, like the whole Forerunner discussion of what to do with the Endless. There's actually other echoes in that room. And I think you have to stay in there for like maybe 15 minutes or so to get all the audio that's in there. But it's for those that are wanting to really dig into some of the extra pieces of lore there are echoes in that room that if you stay in there long enough, you will get to hear those. And it's kind of part of that whole conversation that you hear in the legendary ending of Halo. I wonder how many different rooms they've done that in. Yeah, I don't I know. know. At least two. There I is... found that one on my own. I don't know where yeah. another one is. There's that one, and then the other one is when you meet... The second monitor. Mm. Uh, if you hang around oh, that would in that first place. room, he'll he'll actually start talking about other stuff. Oh, but it's not another echo. It's not an echo, but it's story. It's background. Gotcha. Yeah. Sorry, I just thought about the pilot waiting for you to move your reticle. I know the audio the audio version doesn't do that any justice, but think of the pilot <laughs> looking looking up at the flashlight that he's holding like anytime now. Oh, you're, th- oh, you're talking about that point. Yeah. Well, he doesn't say anything. Does he, he just stands? No, there. he just stands there and looks like today. Come on, dude. They could have done something with that, but yeah, they could have done a lot with it. I mean, what they did was cool. Don't get me wrong. Although I think the, that part portion of the game should have been deleted after normal. Yeah, like all the other Halo games have done before. Yeah, I yeah. don't think I don't think if somebody's playing it on Legendary, they need the tutorial on how to move, or just have a like, just do it once, once per profile. Yeah, that's something that I always hoped they would introduce, but they never did. Even or the have Bungie a toggle version. Well, I mean, even the Bungie games did that on the lower difficulties. You know, if you started at the very beginning, you did the tutorial, but it was skippable. 
you didn't have to start at that level? Uh, not for Halo CE or Halo Two. They always made you go nope. through those. Halo Two, you could skip. Or, sorry. The only reason you not did the tutorial. Normal. The only. The only reason you did the tutorial is to get the skull. That level you could start at the second level, at Heretic. Hmm. Thought if it was on normal, you you had to go through the tutorial if you started from the very beginning of of each of the Bungie games. No, I'm saying that Halo Two, you could, you didn't have to start at the very beginning. You could go to the next level and start from there, because that that first part didn't count for anything. It was all cutscene and the tutorial. So, I think I get what you're saying. You could basically start right at Cario Station. Yeah, uh, and then we got the Harbinger at the end. And we learn mm-hmm. a little bit about what potentially she might be. Mm-hmm. I think that's not necessarily enemies, but also not friends coming in and saying that everything that you thought you were, that the foreigners kind of told you that you were is you're, you're not that <laughs> I'm like, here to say you, you're not all that. <laughs> anyway, you got yourself. And then, man, so. <laughs> and then she proceeds to kick chiefs. Yeah. Although the as that is the first time the two are actually in heavy combat, I like the interaction between Chief and the weapon. Mm-hmm. Well Chief's armor locked up. It's like mm-hmm. weapon's like, I know I'm trying to help here. Well, I mean you you kind of hear the fear in her voice that I may not be able to get this done in time to keep Chief alive. Yeah, for I mean, the Harbinger didn't outright like a, attack Chief to injure or kill or, or that. Basically, all she did was disable. She threw him through a tree. Well, after Chief tried to come after her, yeah. I mean, I'm sure if Chief wouldn't have tried to reach out for her, she just would have left and on, done, gone their own thing. Sure. We don't know, but... Because, because she's that kind of person. <laughs> hey, if you feel like you've been wronged and imprisoned for thousands of years, I tell you what, you'd want to make sure that people aren't going to get in your way to enact retribution. You read that book and you look at the Harbinger in a whole different light. I might have to change up my reading plan and go ahead and read that book. I would probably recommend it because it makes you I was going to read the next Master Chief lot. one. Since yeah, I was it, uh, it uh, definitely makes the Halo Infinite campaign a lot more interesting. Not required reading by any means. It just fills the gap between of what happened to everyone else between Chief getting his butt kicked by Atriox and waking up in the Pelican. Duly noted. I have to change up my reading order then. We shall see. That w- It's a good one to skip ahead to. Because I, I am say. on, or I was planning on reading I have to pull up the book list since I don't have it all memorized just yet I'm gonna do sh- well shadows of reach mm-hmm. is that the okay so that's the one I'm on hey prestige thanks for the sub hey sub thanks for 27 months yeah I've only I'm wait I'm only two books behind is that right oh According to my list, I, I haven't finished Fractures, which is all the little stories. 
mm-hmm. Evolutions, which is again more little stories. A Halo mm-hmm. graphic novel, Uprising, and Shadows of Reach and Point of Light. Today is a very special day. Why is that prestige? Let's see. The latest books are the Rubicon Protocol. Oh, I don't have the Rubicon Protocol or Outcasts in this list. So I'm four books behind. So I'm, I'm assuming you're talking about the Rubicon Protocol then? That book? Yeah, the latest, the latest book. Okay. Got it. Okay. Oh, well, happy birthday. Happy birthday, Prestige. Yep, I've got quite a few books that I'm behind on. So the Rubicon Protocol and was there only one book released this year? Just the Rubicon Protocol? Uh, Rubicon Protocol and Point of Light? Uh, Point of Light came out last year, apparently. Okay, well, I guess, yeah, that's the only one this year. God, it's been that long since they released a book. Apparently. Kind of got used to getting one every couple of months. Right. So I'm four books behind. Four novels behind. Anyways, anything else you want to talk about the conservatory? No, that pretty much covers everything I I got. Yep, same here. Next will be the Spire, which we'll probably do some point next month. We'll talk about that. And then we get to go to the the E3 island, as I like to call it. <laughs> Since that's where the E3 demo was. So again, we'll be off the air for the live podcast for a few weeks, at least three weeks. We'll be back on the third. Uh, in between now and then, we'll have a few other side podcasts. We'll, we might try to get the whole Unreal versus Slip Space discussion going between now and then. Uh, we've also got some recordings that I plan to do at Worlds in Seattle when I'm there next week. So lots of hopefully cool interviews and some other discussions out of that. I know a lot of forerunners are going, so we might do some kind of discussion there of what it's like to be, or what it was like to kind of be in the development side of things for Halo and all the stuff they can't talk about. Well, yeah. I mean, obviously those, that stuff I can't release, but yeah. We'd like to tell you about this, but we can't. We'd like to tell you about and 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 others you could Anyways. do that i mean yeah <laughs> just have to clear it through three four three it's like uh is this kosher is this all good well if you don't say anything they shouldn't have a problem with it well yeah it's like well just don't record it but yeah all you have to say is we're gonna we'd like to tell you about this and put insert beep right <laughs> it'll just be half the podcast is beeps well, I mean, I would let everybody, maybe each person have one, <laughs> depending on how many people you have there. Right. Thank you for listening to Podtacular, the unofficial Halo Universe podcast. You can find our podcast on your favorite podcasting service and listen to us live every Thursday night at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time on Twitch. Check out our website, podtacular.com, and join the community on Discord at podtacular.com slash discord. If you want to play Halo with us, come join us for Fragon Fridays at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Become a supporter of the show by sharing the show with your friends and family. Or help keep the lights on by subscribing to us on Twitch, donating via PayPal, or becoming a patron alongside Confal, Pins Halo, 
and Prestige Ace. Until next time, keep on fragging trucks.